0: what is going on everybody welcome to the ghost lifestyle podcast i'm your host ghost um so let me start off with it's been a pretty interesting couple days for starters like fucking interesting um i started the podcast this is my fourth episode But I'm going to actually count it maybe as my first or second. Um, I did delete a couple episodes. Um, I know a lot of you. And I've gotten quite a lot of messages of people expecting some updates. Um, Update is that I will not be talking about that anymore. Um, I actually had a conversation with my ex today, um, it wasn't a fun conversation. I could say that um I would say that it went sideways actually, the whole conversation was sideways um but at least at least she finally told me to fuck off um uh, better than she did the first time um instead of disappearing um but i think there's a, a a more important subject that i need to talk about and um that will have to be my um, i know my sister said to be more respectful <laughs> but uh i i i have respect as as the mother of my child but as a person i don't have not one ounce of respect and um that's my ex-wife slash mother of my beautiful daughter um so there's a lot and i'm probably not gonna cover it all and i'm not gonna dedicate her more time than this episode and i know she listens for sure because she stalks me but Let's let's start from the beginning. So, a couple years ago, I'm on Tinder, and we actually matched on Tinder. Started talking, and I I if I could recall, she actually saw I had my uniform in one of my pictures, and I worked for this for this company, and she asked me. If I work for that company and I told her, yes, I work for the company and she was like, oh, really? That's funny because my parents work for the company. Turns out that her parents, her mom was a manager. And her dad used to work with me. I wasn't working there at the moment. I had actually just left that job. But her dad used to work with me. Me and her dad did not get along whatsoever um so i actually ended up sending her a message and telling her listen i don't think this is gonna work out because i cannot stand your dad i don't have a problem with your mom whatsoever me and your mom have never really dealt with each other but as far as your dad yeah i can't stand him so this is probably not gonna work out can you believe that she actually what is her stepdad um, can you believe that she actually sent me a message back? Like, actually, that will work great because I can't stand my dad for shit. I was like, "Hey, shit, fuck it." You want to go on a date? That that was like a uh the icing on the cake for me. <laughs> so, so we actually went on a date. We met each other, um, in person. We went to Bruce Room, Bruce Room, which is like a. Like, a local Wings bar slash place, you know. And um, so, we meet each other. Um, we hit it off right off the bat. Um, we had in- instant chemistry. Um, I would have to say that her best quality is that she knows what to say to have somebody engaged to her to this day she knows what to say um we have a word in spanish that's called labia and it's like she wow i don't even know how to explain it but she knows how to get her way basically um so we start dating um find out that she has a son um she ends up coming over, staying over at my house. Um, I start noticing right off the bat that she does not spend time with her son whatsoever. Um, doesn't bring him around. Doesn't really spend no time with him. Doesn't sleep with him. It's like, basically, like, he didn't even exist at at that point. Um, so when I asked her what was the deal with that, she she told me that, um that she was really busy with school really busy with work so her mom helped her out a lot and you know we just started dating so i i I took it into consideration you you first start dating you know you have the, the puppy love and all that shit so you don't really put two and two together um i would say a couple weeks into dating um this guy sends me a message um turns out to be her baby daddy telling me that um i should be careful with her because um they had just been talking and um there's a whole bunch of shit you know basically telling me that that she was playing me right off the bat um when i showed her the messages she gave me the whole he's crazy that's my baby daddy he can't get over me you know, don't pay no mind. Again, not putting two and two together. I don't pay it no mind, and I block him. Moral of the story: I should have ran at that point. But let's move on. So, anyways, um, we keep on dating, keep on dating. Um, I think, I think we started dating around like October, somewhere around October, beginning of November. Um, beginning of the year gets here and of the new year gets here and we actually move in together. Um, we get our own place. Um, everything seemed to be going fine. I thought it was going fine and problems, problems start arising with another person. And. This person ends up, He his name, actually, I don't, again, I keep forgetting, I can't even say no names. But this guy, this guy <laughs> um, ends up messaging her a lot. And I noticed that, that it's is like a back and forth thing. It, it was more than the usual. Um, so I confront her about it. She tells me, oh, it's just a family friend. um, an old, old family friend that we still keep in touch. So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. We all have friends. You know, I have, I have friends that are women. You know, I'm sure she has guy friends. So again, I don't pay it no mind. Like I said, she has this thing where she convinces the shit out of you. So I don't pay in any mind. So. One day, I just feel like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to look through the messages. And it turns out that she was seeing this guy. Or at least let me not even say seeing this guy. She she was flirting with him back and forth and was always talking shit about the relationship, about how it was so bad. And she hated it, and she wanted to leave me and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, none of this is true. And if you wanted to leave, you, you, the doors are open. You could leave. So I confront her about it. And I think at that point, that's when we have our, our first major blowout. Um, she ends up attacking me and i actually confront her where we were actually we we lived in a a, a three-story um uh condo um garage was in the first floor got a living room second floor all the bedrooms in the third floor um we were we were actually in the garage and i ended up confronting her about it she ends up spazzing out leaves goes to her parents house um i go upstairs to the room i'm trying to get i'm I'm trying to calm my ass down she ends up actually coming back i don't remember what it was for but she ends up coming back um so i continue to talk about the subject because I'm, I'm the type of person that i'm not gonna pretend like nothing happened especially something big like that so and mind you let, let me put a pause to the story um, I'm saying I'm I, what I'm saying right now is because I know that people out there go through the same things and some people don't know how to handle things. I know I'm the type of person that I didn't know how to handle things maybe up to a couple days ago, maybe up to a year ago. I didn't know how to handle things, um, but there may be people out there that may want to do harm to themselves or to the other people and just know that there's always somebody out there willing to listen even if you don't think there is there's always somebody out there willing to listen and you know hurting yourself or others is not it's not the right choice it's not going to solve anything so and 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 if you're listening and you feel like you need to talk you know i'm always open i i, I answer i've literally answered everybody that that's that's message me even if it's i haven't done it in in public but in private i've answered people um anyways resuming the story so she ends up coming back i end up confronting her about it again and um she ends up spazzing out like i've never seen her spazz out and she ends up like super attacking me i remember we had a dog and the dog's cage was in the room and I was actually right in front of the dog cage. She ended up pushing me in, on top of the dog cage. And she ends up just welling on my face. And she just kept welling on it. And she stops. Doesn't say a word and just leaves. And I'm just sitting there with blood in my face. Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, literally, what the fuck just happened? Um... That goes on. Um, we actually ended up splitting up for a couple days. So. We end up splitting up a couple days. And I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to be slow about it. I want to I move through this pretty fast. We end up uh, breaking up th- for a couple days. Um, we end up speaking again. I come to find out. That she's pregnant. And. At that point the it's like i wanted to end the relationship but at the same time i didn't want to i didn't want to be my father my father was never in my life and he's a coward he was never in my life so i didn't want to be the same as my father so i decided to stick around um so we ended up patching things up um filled me up with, with promises that everything would change. And um I believed her, you know. I thought everything would change. Um fast forward a month or two and and the same thing is going on. Um but this time is 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 with not only with the same guy but with her baby daddy. And it was to the point where I didn't know what to do anymore. It wouldn't stop. It it didn't matter. it It didn't matter how many times I caught her. It just didn't stop. Um. We fought a lot. Like we not fought, but we argued a lot. Um. I i, I kept asking her to stop, and it it would it would just never stop. It was like I would. At that point, I was trying to figure out who the fuck she was. Because she wasn't the same person anymore. Like, she just flipped the switch. She just wasn't the same person anymore. And I don't even. When she was okay, she was one of the most loving person I had been with at that point. Um to me, to my family, she would call my mom mom, call my dad, dad, she had a a great relationship with my grandmother, and I don't know what the fuck happened like she just flipped the switch, so fast forward um again I end up finding a conversation with the same guy. And I end up confronting her about it again. And she passes out, attacks me, takes my face, and, like, super digs her claws into my face. Like, like I have pictures, and it... I had I had scratch marks but I'm talking about deep scratch marks all over my face, my my chest, my neck. It was just horrible. So I'm like I can't do this anymore. So I actually ended up calling the police. Police come over. Mind you she was pregnant. Police come over and you know i tell them what happened my family comes over they see the the state that i'm in and they're like they're like listen you know let let me tell you how fucked up is the law in florida and how it's a, against men in general no matter if 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 they're at fault or they're a victim it's always against the men and so the police come over and i'm explaining to them i'm explaining to him what happened and he's like so do you want to press charges and i'm like you know i don't want to see her go to jail but you know this isn't the first time that she she puts hands on me like it's it, it's not gonna stop so he's like well you know uh if you, you press charges we're gonna go and talk to her but just know that if she even says that you looked at her wrong doesn't matter if she says that you touched her or or anything else. But if she even says that you licked at her wrong, we're not going to arrest her, even though you had the scratch marks. We're going to arrest you, especially because she's pregnant. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? My mom's there. I start arguing with the cop, like, like how the fuck is this even possible? The cop's like, well, that's just the way it is. So, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to jail. Like, no. Like, fuck it. So, I, I told him to leave. Um, So, we end up breaking up. I end up staying at the house. She ends up going to her mom's. Um, She starts coming back to the house. And starts. At first, she started being, like, super fucked up. Let me tell you how super fucked up. She was already a couple months in pregnant. And she just walks in and the first thing she does is go to the, she goes to the, to the refrigerator and pulls out a beer and starts drinking in front of my face. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? You're pregnant. And she's just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't want the baby. And I'm like, okay, but I do. This is my first child. I do. I don't give a fuck, just like that, I don't give a fuck, and she just continues, just continues to drink, I remember that at that point, I actually called her dad, not her stepdad, her real dad, and I'm like, hey, listen, this and this is going on, and he's like, hey, listen, I'm not getting involved, you know, Alexis is, is, is a type of way that you're not gonna understand, and I think it was at that point where it first clicked that something was up. Um, so I think a couple of weeks go on and, you know, we end up talking, we end up fixing things. Even after all that, we end up fixing things. And, um, at that point it was, it was, it was Valentine's day, Valentine's day. We end up going to Missouri to my sister's, um, graduation uh she she graduated from the army so we end up going to missouri and we told my sister that you know we were gonna have a baby and all this stuff make a long story short um from missouri we end up in north carolina i fall in love with north carolina loved it perfect place to raise your family and We come back home, and I'm like, hey, listen, I think we should move. At this point, at this point in my head, it was more of a maybe if we move, she'll stop this bullshit of trying to see other guys. And she agreed. So we packed up within a couple weeks, literally. Within a couple of weeks, we packed up, left, and moved to North Carolina. North Carolina was fucking awesome. I loved it. If you guys want a place to raise your family, North Carolina's where it's at. Um, I still have some good friends out there. loving to death. Um, we go to North Carolina. And we spent a couple of months there. Everything was fucking great. I mean, everything stopped. At least I thought it had stopped. A couple weeks before she was supposed to give birth, I come to find out that she was at it again. Even being far away from the guy, she was still talking to him. And it was the same shit. I don't want my child. I don't want to give birth. I don't want her anymore. I want to be with you. I don't want to be with him. He's horrible. I'm so miserable. I miss you. It was disturbing. Like, it was honestly disturbing to read. While being up in North Carolina, a week before she was supposed to give birth, she she decided to get induced September 5th. A week before she gives birth, um, I go through her phone, and I find a bunch of disturbing, like, super disturbing messages, and I decide that I've had it. Like, I've just had it. You're a week away from giving birth. Like, I've just had it. She spazzes out worse I'm talking about worse than I've ever seen her spaz out. She mind you, her son is in the room. We took her we we took her son to us with us to North Carolina and that was and that was like literally dragon teeth for her because she was not going to bring him and I was basically like listen, if you can't be a mom to to your son, I can't be with you because I can't be with a woman like that. Um, so her son's in the room. She ends up attacking me in front of her son. And I just sit there and I eat them shit. I I literally eat those. Like, eat it up. Like, she's punching the shit out of my face and I eat it up. Her son starts freaking out. Starts crying. I literally get up, run to her son to cover him so he's not seen. While I go do that. She runs to the closet. And she starts literally. Running her belly. Into the corner. Of the frame. Of the closet door. Yes. Her belly. To the closet door. And if you're listening. And you're saying I'm lying. I have saved text messages from that long ago because I had to use them in court. Later on, when we went to court, I had to use it. Emails, text messages. I used it all. But Anyways, let's stick to the story. So we're what, 24 minutes now? So she ends up running her belly into the side of the door. I'm trying to stop her. Again, her son is freaking the fuck out. I'm trying to run between both of them because I don't want him seeing this shit, but I don't want her hurting my daughter because my daughter's inside of her. So, she ends up running to the kitchen, grabbing a knife, saying that she's going to slit her wrist. She literally puts the knife up against her wrist in front of her son and tries tries To slide it down her wrist I smack the shit out of the knife The knife falls When I'm bending down To pick up the knife She runs out the door Forgets about her kid Gets in her car Her son Must have been around Four to five years old at this point Is at the door The front door Screaming for her She ends up getting out, running to the door, opening the door, grabbing her son, getting back in her car and gets lost. I had blood all over my face, all over my body. There was blood all over the floor, the walls. There was blood everywhere. It looked like a crime scene. She had literally... Fucked up my face. Fucked up my nose. It literally looked like a fucking crime scene. I called the police. Police come over. She disappeared. She was nowhere to be found. I was worried. Fuck her. I wasn't worried about her at that point. I was worried about the baby. I wanted to make sure that my daughter was okay. Maybe about like two hours later, they end up finding her. Now let me give you a backstory. While all this is going on, I call back home. While the police was there, I call back home and I let my family know what's going on. My family lived down the street from her family's house, so my family, being worried, go over to her family's house and I say, tell the mom. Well, tell the whole family, hey, listen, this and this is going on. And she just up and disappeared. Here's where it gets good. Her mom tells my mom. And to this day, they fucking deny it. But I remember because I could hear it. I was on the phone while she was there. Her mom tells my mom she hasn't been taking her medication. At this point, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? My mom's. Like what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, Yeah, she takes medication. She she has anxiety and and you know, she's bipolar and she takes medication because but because she's pregnant, she hasn't taken her medication. Shocker. I didn't know this. I never knew this. She never told me this. I never knew she was bipolar. I never knew that she took all this fucking medication for her to be in the right state of mind. It makes sense. It fucking makes sense now. Why the fuck she would flip a switch and spaz out? At this point, my house looks like a fucking crime scene. I clean it up. I start packing my shit in my car. Everybody's telling me. Get the fuck out of the house. You don't know what the fuck she's capable of at this point. So what do I do? I, I pack up my belongings. And while I'm packing up my belongings. She arrives. I was literally almost done packing up all my belongings. And. She arrives at this point. I'm like, fuck this. I don't trust her. I'm leaving. I left stuff behind and I leave. I hit the road. And I literally have nowhere to go. I'm in a state where I didn't know anybody. My friends, I had just met them. I'm not going to go to their fucking house with a problem. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go to a hotel. I'm in North Carolina. We had a shared bank account. What the fuck does she do? She empties my bank account. She literally emptied my bank account. Mind you, she didn't work. She didn't work because she was pregnant. I was supporting her the whole time. Supporting her and her son. She empties my bank account. Moves it over. And. I'm stuck. I don't know what the fuck to do at this point. I'm desperate. My mom tells me. Head back to Florida. Head back to Florida. Stay here. Her grandmother had planned to come up for the birth of the baby to help out. And it just so happens that the next morning she was supposed to fly in. So I'm like, I know I'm not leaving her alone. Her grandmother is going to be with her. I'm leaving. And I'll be back for the birth. So I hit the road. My mom actually ends up forwarding me some money for gas money and I hit the road. I drive all the way up to Florida that same night. Um I'm there in Florida for the whole week. Now let me pause that because I'm I'm starting to remember now. About a m- a month or two before that, we actually flew to Florida to have the baby shower in Florida. Everything was all supposed to be all shits and giggles, all happy, had my whole family there, had her whole family there. There was this thing between her and her best friend. Her best friend was a guy. And he actually ended up working in the same company where I used to work at with her family. And he worked with her mom. Under her mom. And, um, hold up. Um and there was always something iffy about him because it was always like and she always even said that he was obsessed with her, but she never did anything with him, that he was just a good friend or whatever. Cool. Me and him never saw eye to eye. So whatever. He's there. Never acknowledges me at my own baby shower for my daughter. Later on that day, we go back to my parents' house. She's there with me. And she ends up falling asleep. While she's sleeping, her phone starts vibrating. I look at her phone at this point. Shit, we've been together how long now? I mean, fuck. I should be able to look through your phone. I open the phone. What do I find? I find messages of her flirting back and forth with him. I find that the last message that he has sent. Was, shit, I don't care if you're pregnant. You still look good as fuck. I'll still hit it. And she's saying, really? Who the fuck says that? And who takes that? Like, literally, who takes that? And is just okay with it? I'll tell you who. Her. So I wake her up. I confirm her about it. She ends up spazzing out, makes a scene at my mom's house, leaves, goes to her family's house. I don't see her that day. I don't see her the next day. I see her two days later. And I only see her because we were supposed to fly back. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen her in a couple days. I guess I, I'm just going to have to go to to the airport and see if she even shows up her mom messages me and says, Hey, um are am I taking you to the to the to the airport? And I'm like, nah, you know, me and me and your daughter got into it and, you know, I'm not gonna make it worse. She's like, nonsense. I'm gonna pick you up. We're gonna go to the to the to the airport or whatever. So I end up seeing her fucking awkward ass fucking car ride to the airport and we go back okay now let's get back let's fast forward now a week goes by um i drive back to north carolina with my sister the and i end up getting there about an an hour or two before she was scheduled to be at the hospital and i get there with my sister, we end up getting to the house, knock on the door. Ends up being that her mom and her grandmother are both there. Um, I tell her grandmother like, "Hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here, to take Alexis to the, to the hospital." And they're basically like, "Well, she's sleeping, like, she's sleeping. You, just, you got to come back." At this point, I'm like fuck this is my fucking house i'm the one paying the fucking bills but whatever i end up going with my sister to the walmart parking lot slept there for two hours get back up drive back to the house pick her up there was literally no talk the whole car right there i'm speeding i get pulled over by the cops But those are stupid details. You guys don't need to know. And they'll get into the hospital. You know. Everything. Everything goes fine. Um, So she ends up getting. An epidural. And. um, About like 5-10 minutes goes by. We start talking. Um, We weren't. We weren't arguing. But we were kind of like going back and forth. You know. She's there in the delivery bed and um nurse comes in and tells her like hey listen you know get ready we're we're gonna get ready to push soon so i'm gonna empty your bladder out and you know so the baby can have space and all of a sudden she pulls the covers and my daughter's head (laughs) is sticking out like her head is literally sticking out she's not crying She's just there, being nosy, like the fucking Puerto Rican that she is. The doc, the not the doctor, the nurse ends up freaking out, starts pushing the head back in, calls a cold whatever, and all of a sudden you see like 10 nurses fucking rushing. It was fucking nuts. She ends up not even waiting for the nurse. My daughter didn't even wait for the doctor. And she she ends up giving birth, literally ends up giving birth without the doctor present. She just she didn't even push. She came out on her own. Um. She ends up. She ends up losing a lot of blood. Um. And you know I was there for it. You know there was a moment where. There was a moment where she you know being honest, she could have died, she lost a lot of blood, her body was not prepared to give birth. she's petite, she's really small, and she was induced her body her her body was not prepared to give birth, and she ends up losing a lot of blood um we end up staying at the hospital for a couple of days um we get back to the house her her mom and her grandma are still there. And, you know, we're at the house with a newborn. We're not together. Start packing the rest of the house up. And truth behold, Hurricane Irma was passing in Florida. And we couldn't fly out. We were stuck. We were stuck. Um, we couldn't drive back. We were stuck. And I was like, fuck. Like, at the same time, I knew, it, it, it was good for me because I knew that when I got back to the house, she wasn't going to let me see the baby. But at the same time, I didn't want to be fucking stuck there with her. That's the last person I wanted to be stuck with. And so we ended up being stuck there for like a week. Um, we end up getting back, um, you know, a lot of shit happened in between that, but we end up getting back. Um, she tells me that her mom is getting some work done in her house and that, you know, she didn't know if she could stay there. I, I offered, you know, fuck, she had just given birth, you know? That's the mother of my child at the end of the day. So I actually offered for her to stay with me at my parents' house. Um, So we end up getting back. That first night, she ends up staying at her mom's house. Second day comes through. She drops the baby off. And she just tells me, "Um, I'll be back for her. You know, let her stay here with you and I'll be back for her. So I'm like, okay, I'm here thinking she's going to come back later that day. Um, She ends up disappearing for almost two weeks. Mind you, a newborn that was at that point about a week and a half old. How the fuck? And I'm talking to you, you, the mother of my child. How the fuck do you disappear? And leave behind a child that's a week and a half old. Tell me. She just spent nine months in your belly. How the fuck do you leave her alone? Oh, and that's because I didn't tell you guys. When when that whole thing in, in North Carolina happened, she wrote me a note. She actually it and then I have it in one of my boxes somewhere. She wrote me a note and she signed it literally saying that she didn't want anything to do with the baby. She didn't want custody. She was going to give me full custody as soon as the baby was born cuz she didn't want anything to do with the baby. What kind of mom are you? You've never been there for your son. What kind of mom are you? You literally wrote a paper signing it saying that you didn't want your 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 daughter. What kind of mom are you? So anyways. and a half goes by. She appears again. Comes to my house. Tells me to go downstairs. I go downstairs. She doesn't ask me how the baby's doing. She asked me to get back together. I tell her straight up. No. We're not getting back together. Fuck that shit. After all the shit you put me through, there's no fucking way. She ends up. I I end up going back, back inside. We I, I spent about like 10 minutes outside. And I go back inside my house. And I already had a gut feeling. But I tell my mom, I'm like, hey, listen. Prepare yourself. Because I have a feeling the cops are going to be here at any minute. Truth behold. Cops were there. Knock on the door. Come in. I was ready for whatever it was. And then they tell me. Hey listen. um, So and so is downstairs. And we're here to pick up the child. And me and my mom. Literally look at each other like. Bro, she's been gone almost two weeks. And he's like, yeah. And she's downstairs saying that you haven't let her see the baby. You've been keeping her from you. You've been keeping the baby from her. So it's either you give the baby back or we're going to take you in for kidnapping. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyways, my mom, I, I, I tell the cops, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to go downstairs. They're like, okay, so we'll take the baby. And I'm like, no. My mom's like, I'll take the baby. She ends up taking the baby downstairs. Yada, yada, yada. Fast forward a couple months later. She went about my daughter was born in september i remember that all of all of october she didn't let me see her i got to see her again in on halloween um halloween goes by um november i didn't get to see her the first couple of weeks she wouldn't allow me to see her because i wouldn't get back with her the conditions were, I will literally, I I'll I will, I will let you see your daughter if you get back with me. I can't live with my family no more. I hate them. I can't stand them. Their, their family had problems. Her mom and her stepdad had problems. And I'm like, no. Cool. Whatever, I'm desperate at this point. I'm truly desperate at this point. I I haven't seen my daughter. How the fuck am I supposed to feel? So it got to the point where I'm like, I told I, I told my family, like, hey listen. I I th- this is the only way I can see my daughter. I I actually ended up hiring an attorney. Um, the process is so slow. It's so fucking expensive. I took a DNA test and she, you know, she was 100% mine. And, but the, the process was so slow just for me to get any rights. And let me tell you something for those people that don't know. The father has no fucking rights. Even though you're the father, even though you're in the birth certificate, unless you're married, you have no fucking rights. A woman can do whatever the fuck she wants. And this is this is no diss against women. But you guys take advantage of, of men. When you guys know that you guys can have, have them in the palm of your hand. You guys take advantage of men. It's fucked up. It truly is. So. I end up getting back with her. Spend some time together. I had been seeing somebody else, and I actually um, left her, and I told her that, you know, I needed to see my daughter. That's my priority. My daughter is my priority. Again, I'm still with the same mentality that I don't want to be a fucking coward like my dad was. So we end up getting back together. I'm thinking she's promising that everything's going to change and that she wasn't going to fuck with anybody anymore. She wasn't going to cheat on me anymore. She wasn't going to talk to other guys anymore. She wasn't going to be flirting with people anymore. And that didn't last. But the threat started coming again. If you leave me, You're not going to see your daughter. And you know that you have no rights. This is the fucked up thing about women. That they use that. And they get away with it. In the court of law, they get away with it. So, what do I do? I stay with her. Fast forward to February. February, she tells me, Hey, listen, if we get married, and we had we had gone like a, a whole month, maybe like a month and a half, where we were good. We weren't fighting, we weren't arguing. I didn't see anything negative from her. She was she was taking her medication and because I was making sure that she was taking her medication and everything was good. Like I, I can honestly say that it was good. February comes around, and she's like, hey, listen, you know, um, let's get married. I'm like, no, fuck that. I've always been against marriage. I'm not going to get married. Like, listen, everything that I was doing before, it'll stop. I promise it'll stop. Let's get married. Here goes Jeremy once again sitting down with his family like, hey, listen, understand that. I'm going to get married, not because of love, not because I care about her, but because this is the only way I'm going to have rights to my daughter. And mom, if you're listening, you know it's true. I sat down with you, specifically with you. And I told you, I'm going to get married, but this is the only way I could get any rights to my daughter. Because if the police come to the house again, if anything happens... They can't just take her from me again. I have rights. So. What does Jeremy do? He gets married. Second day into the marriage. Guess who's. Meeting up. With the same dude. That she had been cheating on me. With. Two days into the marriage. Yep. Just like you heard. Two days into the marriage. Fucked up. Once again. Here's Jeremy seeing this, knowing he just fucked up. At this point I don't know what the fuck to do. I need to just sit here. Fight about it because I of course I'm gonna fight about it. I'm not gonna sit here like a like a bitch and just take it but i need to eat it i did it for i i i did it for rights for my daughter even though we were good but i knew that something would happen at some point so i i did it for rights and and she knows it i've told her <laughs> i've told her later on i told her i did it for the fucking rights But it came to a point where I truly did want her to change. I knew that if if she didn't change. We would be exactly where we are right now. And that's me not being able to see my daughter every single day. I love my daughter to fucking death. I've been here more for her than her own mother. But. This is not where I wanted to be. I wanted to be able to see my daughter every day. And I fought for that. And I, I, I forgave her more than enough times for that. And she knows that. And it sucks. It hurts. It hurts to know you're not with your daughter every single day. And I know that some people will say, yeah, well, there's fathers that don't see their daughters every day or their kids. There's fathers that only see them every other weekend. That's them. That's not me. I can't be away from my daughter. Again, my mentality has always been, I don't want to be a fucking idiot like my sperm donor. I don't want to be a fucking idiot. A coward like my dad that up to this day, he's never provided with shit to my life. So, Jeremy stays married. He forgives her once again. By this point, we're living in our own place. And I've had a lot of problems with her baby daddy. I've had a lot of problems with messages that I will find. I will find messages from from her to him. And this this was the straw that broke the camel's back. One day, me and her. One day, wake up in the morning. It was actually my day off. And it's the only day I get to sleep in. I go in at 3 to 4 o'clock in the morning. It's the only day I get to sleep in. So I end up, you know, getting frisky with her in the morning. And we end up having sex. And I felt her really cold. Like she just wasn't her. And I found that kind of odd because there's been times where she hasn't been her. But this time, it was just off. We end up finishing. She ends up going to take a shower. And I looked through her phone. Yeah, I looked through her phone. Now, don't come saying that I shouldn't be looking through her phone. If we have an open relationship, the same way I I could look through your phone, you could look through my phone. I have nothing to hide. If I got nothing to hide, you got nothing to hide. So, what do I find? Messages to her baby daddy. She was planning all along to pick up and leave to go be in Tampa with her baby daddy. I'm talking about it was planned out apartment the school where their son was going to go to she even said where she was even asking him what should she ask for because she was going to leave her daughter behind so what should she ask for in the divorce disturbing messages how Let me tell you how disturbing these messages were i'm not and I'm only gonna gonna read a couple of these messages she and and I'm gonna read verbatim. She says to him, "I've missed you so much, and you know that that dick has always been mine. I can't wait to sleep in your bed. Oops, sorry." Our bed I've been waiting so long for this yeah and that's not even the worst one so she comes out the shower and I confront her about it she ends up getting ready for work And th- this was actually in May of last year. She ends up getting ready for work. She leaves, doesn't say one word. I'm talking about not she didn't fight back. She had never done that before. Didn't fight back. And around eleven o'clock, she calls me. And says, "Don't expect me home." Hangs up. I go to pick up my daughter from daycare. Come to find out, she never went to work. She picked up my she 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 never even dropped my daughter up from at school. So I'm like what the fuck? Where's my daughter at? Fuck where you're at. Where's my daughter at? Nowhere to be found. Contact her family. They don't know where she's at. Go to her family's house to make sure. They don't know where she's at. She's not responding to her messages, her calls. But guess guess who she's responding to? Her baby daddy. When I go online to the Verizon website, a, a phone work that I'm paying monthly, she's going back and forth. Well, I'm going crazy looking for her. She's going back and forth with her baby daddy. Yeah. The same way you just heard. long super long story short because i'm not gonna sit here and attack anybody in my family um she ends up going to family member's house and stuff happens over there it's over in um naples stuff happens over there she ends up talking about that she wants to kill herself and up calling the police she ends up saying while she's over there she's gonna run the uh, run the car off the road with the kids inside they call the police. Now there's a whole fucking team of police looking for her. So, about three, four hours later, she ends up showing up to her house. Police ends up finding her at her house. And. She ends up telling the police she never went anywhere. Just like that. Even though there's video of her at my family's house in Naples. She tells tells the police that she never went over there. She's been at her house the whole weekend. She gets her grandmother to lie for her. Grandmother says, no, she's okay. She's been here. She's been watching TV, blah, 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 bullshit. Guess who ends up looking like a fucking idiot in front of the police? This guy right here. I I'm getting a call from the police t- saying that that if I make a false claim like that again, that they're going to take me in. A false claim. A false claim. When I wasn't even the one that first called the police. Anyways, fast forward. That was the breaking point at that point. Um... I end up fighting for a divorce. If you thought she was crazy, she turned more crazy. I end up staying with the apartment. I was paying for it. She wasn't paying for it. I stood with the apartment. She ends up going to her mom's house. I end up talking again to the girl that I was with before. I explained to her everything that happened. She was understanding. She took me back. We were at a good place. We're really at a good place and I have a lot of respect for her. She's one hell of a good mother. And my wife at the point ends up finding out. She ends up breaking into my apartment. I had cameras. She steals my cameras off the wall. Who the steals camera (laughs) like you jump you you break into somebody's apartment who the fuck steals the cameras off the wall three cameras you steal the cameras off the wall I had to get an attorney I was scared for my life I end up changing every single lock at the door and the house and she still managed to get in I don't know how the fuck but she managed to get in one night I wake up with glass all over my bed. Glass, broken glass. Now I thank God that at that point my daughter wasn't in the bed with me, because I used to I I used to sleep with my daughter in the bed, and that night I decided not to sleep with her in the bed, and she slept in the crib right next to me. And I wake up with glass all over my bed. That to this day she still fucking denies. So what? Did my daughter do it? She wasn't a fuck she wasn't even a year old. Did she do it? Come on. Let's be fucking grown here. Anyways. I have video of her coming into my house. Taking my daughter in the middle of the night. On the on days that were supposed to be mine. The police get called. They don't do shit. They say it's a civil matter. I'm here thinking I was supposed to have rights. Turns out I didn't have fucking rights. Because only the mom has fucking rights. Even if you're married. The fucking mother has the fucking rights. So. Get myself an attorney. File for divorce. Pretty proud of myself. I filed out. I filled out all the paperwork on my own. Little do you know she turns more crazy. My sister was helping me out with my daughter at that point. She my daughter was more time with me than with her because she didn't give a fuck. So my sister I I have the utmost respect for her because she helped me and to this day she helps me one hell of a lot. My daughter sees her like another mom because aside aside from from her actual mom, the woman that's been there the most for her has been my sister. My sister I love her. We have our differences. But I have so much respect for her. Because not only is she a good mom to her own kids, but she's helped me out with mine. So, if she's listening, if she hasn't turned it off yet, I love you and I respect you. I respect you a lot for helping me out. My sister ends up coming over to my house one day. Turns out Alexis was there to pick up some of her stuff. My sister's like, I don't want no problems. I'm going to stay outside. My sister's pregnant at this point. My sister was like seven months pregnant. I don't want no problems with her. I know she's crazy. I'm going to stay my ass outside. I'm going to wait for her to leave. She ends up coming out, sees my sister in the car waiting, ends up going off on my sister. My sister's never been one to back down. So, my sister gets out of the car, comes up to me, is like, bro, I was dirty. I haven't said one word to her. So, I'm like, don't worry about it, just go lock your car up, come inside. My sister goes up to her goes to lock her car up and here comes crazy woman comes out of her car, starts cursing on my sister. My sister goes up to the car. Crazy woman ends up getting back in her car, backing into my sister. Hits my sister with her car, takes off. Yes. That's how fucking crazy this woman is. Hits my sister with her car. My sister's seven months pregnant. Police come over. There was a witness. Guess what? Wasn't me. The neighbor. Neighbor seen it. Neighbor told the police what happened. They make a report. They try to reach her. Can't reach her. witness which is the fucking neighbor comes out to the police forget about everything i just said the police is like but you already said it he's like yeah but i just came into this country i don't have papers i'm not going to go into court i don't want no problems i i i can't risk so, retract everything I said. Retract everything she fucking said. So, we go to court. Father, file father file paperwork for Alexis to be dealt with, for her to get arrested. Court reaches out to the witness again. Neighbor, which is the witness, never opens the door. So, it gets dropped. It literally gets denied. Here we are. A pregnant woman gets hit by a car. And the fucking court, the piece of shit court, because I'm going to say it's a fucking piece of shit. Piece of shit court. tells my sister that this guy hit by a car pregnant that there was no witness because the witness didn't want to come forward yeah but that's not the only thing there's a bunch of shit but I'm already at 69 minutes and I don't want to keep on Because if not, I'll be here another two, three hours. So, fast forward. We end up getting divorced, finally. Almost a year later, we end up getting divorced. Need I tell you that through the whole thing, she was still asking for me to come back. She was still asking For me to take her ass back. Still. Like. How the fuck. Am I going to take you back. Tell me. How the fuck am I going to take you back. We end up getting divorced. She goes on this whole. Oh my God. I'm divorced. I never wanted to get divorced. Blah blah blah. She ends up meeting a new dude a couple weeks later. And a couple weeks in to knowing, not dating, to knowing the dude, she marries him. So a month later, after we got divorced, she gets married again. Meanwhile, same day, she's getting married She's messaging me, telling me how much she loves me and that she still wants to give it another shot. I wish he would listen to this so he could see who she really is. You want to know where my problem is? My problem is that here you are with a guy that you barely know. Good for you. You got married. What the fuck ever, I don't care. I was hoping you'd eventually get married so I could take you off my fucking hands. You have a guy that you barely know picking on my daughter from school. Spending alone time with my daughter. We're not talking about a grown kid. We're not talking about a boy. We're talking about a little girl that knows no better. And you're going to have a guy come and pick her up. I spend a long time with her here I go again what kind of mother are you you should know better than that you don't see what goes on in the news and then I'm the asshole I'm the asshole for saying something about it when I when I when I told her about it because the school came to me to tell me that there was some random dude picking her up. Not, not with the mom, but by himself. Because the mom was working and got out late. When I go and ask you about it, you spazz out on me. I'm an asshole because I'm supposed to not let you do your life. Just like that. The relationship relationship that I had. With the chick that I told you guys about before. She fucked that up. She harassed her. Every single day. She stalked her. Went into her Instagram. Her Facebook. Managed to get her phone number. And would literally text her harassing her about how she still loved me, telling her fake lies about me and her being together, me and her hooking up, sending her old pictures. She cost me my relationship. She... Really cost me my relationship. Anyways let me speed this up. So anyways. Let's fast forward to the present. Here we are in the present. Last time that she asked for me. Was about a month ago. She was messaging me. Telling me. She came off. First she came off all nicely. Saying that she wanted to. Get along. For our daughter's sake. So. I co-parented. I got along for my daughter's sake. She starts telling me, hey, you know, can I call you? Sure, why not? Can we talk? Sure, why not? Starts asking for me back. No, I don't want you back. So, what happens? She ends up taking off to Colombia, leaves my daughter with me for two weeks, just like that. I was at another, I was in, in, in my relationship that just passed. I was in that relationship, and we were having problems at the moment. And if I'm not mistaken, we were broken up at that moment. And this woman literally stalks my social media. That's why I know she, she listens to this. She stalks my social media every single day. And it's sad because I know every time she looks at my social media because she uses one of these fake apps that you type the, the, the name in and you can see. You can see even though if even if they're not your friend, you can see their their life stories. So she sees she sees my page every single day. She creates fake fake accounts, messages me, me, doesn't message me from them, but she messages whoever I'm with, my girlfriend, girlfriends, ex-girlfriends, messages them, harassing them with fake fucking stories. You know, she, th- there was a time that she actually told my ex-girlfriend, like, oh, yeah, I was just with Jeremy yesterday. And my ex-girlfriend's like, really? When? Because we're not even in town. So when? Oh, no. It was a couple days ago. Really? When? Because I've been sleeping at, not at my house, but I, I've literally been over there every single day. She went as far as telling my ex-girlfriend that she she spent the weekend here at my house. How? My family can't fucking stand you. You probably get fucked up the minute you fucking walk through that door. So how the fuck did you spend the weekend at my house? Tell me that. But this woman is fucking crazy. She's psycho. She's psychotic. She went and did her fucking life. But she still wants to fuck up my life. To this day, she still wants to fuck up my life. I have messages from her accepting that she's a compulsive liar, accepting that she's bipolar, accepting that she wants to be back with me, that she wants me back. Meanwhile, she's fucking married. So to her husband, if you're listening, you didn't believe me when I told you. I told you she was fucking crazy. I told you she was trying to get me back. I sent you the screenshots. Of her telling, her at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, texting me, seeing that she loves me. I sent you the screenshots. You said they were fake. I think you didn't look at the the pictures because the pictures you can see that's her number. I don't even have her number saved on my phone. That's how much I hate this woman. Really. Mind you. Let, let me tell you how fucked up she is. She would literally. Ask for me to give her another shot. To get our quote unquote family back together. And every time I would tell her no. She would send me a picture. Of her husband. Holding my daughter. So. Who who are you trying to piss off here? Because I'm going to get pissed off with you and with him. And he, he's even more dumb because he's, he's being the pawn in all of this. Let's get to just a couple days ago. My ex-girlfriend ends up posting something on, on social media that makes me think. She ends up saying... It's funny how the person that you thought hated you this whole time was the one telling the truth. And that made me think. So I contacted my ex-wife. And I asked her, hey, have you spoken to my ex-girlfriend? She tells me, yeah, she actually reached out to me this morning to ask me a question. I'm like, really? What question? Don't worry about it. Well... Yeah, I am. I do want to know because you guys are talking about me. Don't drag me into your bullshit. That This is the words that she tells me. Don't drag me into your bullshit. I've had enough of this. I could care less. I've done my life. Blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, always trying to make her fucking life seem so fucking perfect when it's not. It's not. You hear me? It's not fucking perfect. You're a psycho. You're fucking psycho. So, I believed her. As stupid as I am, I fucking believed her. And everybody in my house was like, you know, she's fucking crazy. You know, she's a fucking liar. Don't believe her. I believed her. Today, when I finally got my closure from my ex girlfriend. I asked her, why'd you reach out to her? Tells me, I didn't reach out to her, she reached out to me. I'm like, bullshit, because she told me you reached out to her. She's like, nope. Your ex-wife sent me a message and told me about your podcast. She told me that you were talking about me on your podcast. Listen to how fucked up she is she tells my ex-girlfriend i proposed to her i had proposed to my ex-girlfriend the one that we and her just broke up i had proposed to her and early on in our relationship she has told me the ring that she wanted and she sent me she even sent me the website where she wanted the ring from so i proposed to her and i bought the ring the same exact ring she wanted from the website she wanted The same exact ring she desired. The one that she wanted to get married with, that's the one I bought her. My ex-wife tells her, oh, just to let you know. The ring that you got, that was mine. He had bought that for me. I bet you the ring is this and this and this shape. Yeah, of course you're going to know. You've seen the fucking pictures. You've seen the fucking pictures. Now tell me how fucking miserable your life must be where you have to check up on my fucking life every day. Every day. You're pathetic. You're sad. You're stupid. You're dumb. This is me. Take it however you want it. Say I'm attacking you. Say I'm putting you down. But I've had enough of you. I've really had enough of you. If you could disappear from my life, I would choose that over anything else. Because you're pathetic. You want to live your life and make mine a living hell. I feel, I feel more sorry for your husband because he doesn't know the way you are. I'm pretty sure you have him bunched up in your hand. Eating from it while you go behind his back and do what you do. Because I'm pretty sure he doesn't know that you make fake accounts and message me. Or message my ex-girlfriends. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know all the times that you call me to tell me you love me. Or that you text me to tell me you love me. Or to tell me that you want me to give it another shot. Because you want your family back. What do you think? I didn't save any of those messages. I'm ready. For the day that that he has the balls to step up to me, I'm ready to show him so he can fucking see. So he can see who you really fucking are. I want him to see who you are. Because you you put yourself out to have this fucking perfect relationship, this perfect fucking life. Meanwhile, you want to fucking ruin mine. I can't even have a fucking relationship that you want to go ahead and fucking ruin it. And then you say on the phone that I need to look at myself because I fuck up my relationships. No, I don't. You fuck up my relationships. Worry about your own life. Worry about your own relationship. For once. For fucking once. Yes, you. My ex-wife. The mother of my daughter. Worry about your own fucking life. Stop messing with mine. You know, I used to... And, and, and it might sound fucked up, but I used to criticize a lot. When you've seen the news of of these men that go crazy and they do what they do. And you you sit there and you criticize it. But unless you've been in this position... You wouldn't know. You wouldn't understand it. There's women... There's women... That... Are crazy... And... Go off and kill somebody. Then there's women... That are crazy... And then make... Other people want to kill themselves. And then there's women... That are crazy... And they live... To make somebody else's life a living hell. That's you. You live to make my life a living hell. And what's sad is that your family, quote unquote, are all fucking professionals. They should get you help because you need it. And they know you need it. You could play this fucking game to them saying that you're all right. But I wish, I really wish they would see... The fucking Instagram messages that you send. The text messages that you send. I wish the whole fucking world could see. And if somebody asks for them, I am going to send it to them. And if they know you, even better. So they can see who you really are. I'm not perfect. I know I could be an asshole at times. But you? I feel sorry for you. And you know who I feel sorry for? Your kids. Your son. And my daughter. One, because you've never been there for your son. Or are you forgetting that they they basically raised him to be like your brother? Because you were never there for him. And there's so much more. That I haven't told everybody else. But maybe one day I will. And I feel sorry for my daughter. Because even though I know. That I'm always going to be here for her. I don't know if you will. I honestly don't know if you will. Because you might just up and disappear one day because you pick dick over your kids every time and you know it and you know it and you know i have the proof and you know damn well that when we went to court and i showed the judge let me backtrack and i showed the general magistrate the proof she said herself that you shouldn't even be around kids and tell me I'm lying. Take this recording to your attorney. And, and, and have her tell me that I'm lying. Because she was present. And she knows it's true. She said. That if all the proof that I brought. Got turned into the court. You would not be allowed. To even work around kids. And you know you work around kids. You wouldn't even be allowed, and you know it. Tell me I'm lying. I've been going in for what? Almost 90 minutes now. And I probably have about five more hours that I could talk about you. But you're sad, you're pathetic. I would really say I hate you, but I don't hate you. I feel sorry for you. I'm gonna co-parent because I'm always gonna be here to co-parent for my daughter. But for you, I <laughs> I I don't even know what to say. I have no respect for you. I I don't have any respect for you as a woman, and I. Definitely don't have no respect for you as a mother. Because the only times you ever wanted to be a mother is to be a mother around other people. To show other people that you could be a mother. But behind closed doors, you were never a mother. I feel sorry for you. And I really hope you get help. The same way you used to get help when we were together. When we used to go to therapy to Dr. Brandon, the same way you used to do that, you should go get help again. You should. And if your family denies all of it, they should go get help. And I'll tell them in their face too. I'll tell you, I'll tell your husband, and I'll tell them in their face. Because all of you guys need help. Because all of you guys have been covering it up for her. So, again, you could play this whole game of you being, quote, unquote, okay now, being happy living your life. If you were happy being living your life, you wouldn't be worried about mine. You wouldn't be worried about who I'm with. You wouldn't be worried about messaging them, harassing them. Go deal with your own life. And that's all I'm going to say. Because for you, these 91 minutes that I dedicated to you, you're not worth not even two seconds. You're disgusting. Prove me wrong. You're disgusting. And you know I have to prove. I have more than proof. I have proof through emails, text messages, talking parents. I have recordings of your conversations on the phone. I have hours of recordings of of the thousands of calls that you've done to me. Prove me wrong. Because you know I'm going to prove that you're crazy you know that i'm gonna prove that you haven't been okay in the head you know that i'm gonna prove to your husband that you've been trying to play him the whole time so who knows if on the other side you've already done him dirty with somebody else but i know from my side you've been trying over here and i haven't given you the satisfaction anyways thank you guys for listening it was a, a, another one of my rants, but I think I needed to get it out. I know she'll listen. I don't know if you guys are still listening right now, but... I'm chill.